guys, I am super excited to welcome to the Agency Nation podcast someone who I've actually known in the industry for quite a long time um, and I've had a lot of respect for. I've watched her build her business over the past three years and um, the people that she has on board, the things that they say about her work are only absolutely amazing. So welcome Kelly Donahue Perot. How are you doing this morning, man? Well, that is such a warm welcome. I'm like, I don't even know what to say. I'm like choked up over here, Sid. That was that was very that was very sweet. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm excited to be here too. The feeling is definitely mutual. I'm so glad that we spent some time together, got to know each other, and now that now we get like the the lady dream team talking to all these great agents out there. So hopefully everybody mm. takes a moment and listens. Yes. I love it. I love it. We're we're uh, rocking that female power right now. So <laughs> speaking of, uh, you know, being a female in the insurance industry, not an easy thing all the time. And you, you know, you've been doing it for a while. So I kind of think of you as a uh, trailblazer. Um, tell me a little bit about your background in the industry, how you got into, um, you know, maybe not insurance, but at least how you got into this business that you're running right now. Well, so I can say safely, I didn't grow up as a little girl wanting to be an insurance consultant. Um, it wasn't. <laughs> what? Like, when you, yeah, when you go back and look at my high school yearbook, it, it, it didn't say this. But when I look back and I think about all the things I wanted to do, this was the perfect fit. Um, I actually got into insurance when I was in college. I was a bank teller. And being broke and needing money for pizza and beer and maybe a textbook or two, um, <laughs> the bank I worked for had all these incentives to, like, tee up mortgages or tee up insurance. And so I made sure I put my little teller station next to the person who was getting the biggest bonuses, kind of overheard what they did. And then just I started becoming the top cross-seller um, just by uh -huh. having people walk up and asking them if they wanted a credit card. Um, and so, you know, one thing led to another. Um, but that was my sort of first intro into insurance because we had insurance products. And from that point on, I was like, you know, most people will just say sure or not right now. And, you know, it's just kind of a numbers game. But worked my way up through a whole variety of different financial services and insurance items and got recruited by a technology firm in insurance. Took that on. And this was back, this is going to date me, but, like, this was back kind of before Facebook when SEO and great websites were just sort of really becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. And as the clients were hopping on wanting to generate these online leads, the one thing that this company did that was so brilliant was they put a recorded phone number on every website. And so, oh. cus but customers started being like, this isn't working. These leads are terrible. And I mean, this is a decade ago, a decade ago, this happened. And so we go and we start listening to phone calls and like calls would go to voicemail. No one would pick up the phone. Somebody would say, like, I'd like a quote on homeowner's insurance. And the person would say, great, I'll get it to you in a week. And so we quickly wow. realized that, yeah, we quickly realized the insurance space was so used to referrals, which was a great, great bread and butter business, that we need to develop a training wing to go out there and teach people that, hey, not every lead is created equal. And we need to, we need to have different strategies. So we went out there, did that, and then that company got sold to Zywave, and then I kind of broke off and started this um, Oddly enough, it'll be five years in June. So um, learned wow. a lot, and I, I'm excited to share some of the things we've learned with the, the viewers, the listeners today, I should say. Yeah, five years. Congrats on that. Uh, that's. Uh, did you pop a bottle of champagne? Just, you know, like that's, that's pretty <laughs> awesome, man. 
I think after the first year, I was like, okay, this is a real thing. <laughs> and after that, it gets blurry. <laughs> Um, okay I can pay my mortgage and we can eat we're good (laughs) I don't need to just drink beer and eat pizza I can maybe have some sushi oh my gosh yeah well and it's a powerful thing I mean you know I own two firms um one of them I have a partner on this website to brands for insurance agencies but you know like we're at our Christmas party and I'm sure sometimes you might have this feeling too at a Christmas party and we had like the spouses come and some of the kids came and we're like doing the math and I'm like literally there you know between everybody that we pay there's probably easily 75 now that we see they're like whoa <laughs> 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 that's a big responsibility we got to get to work yeah, <laughs> but it's, been a yeah. it's been a yeah. blessing and so um really happy that you know we have a good team and happy to have opportunities like this to spend some time with agency nation well i gotta ask you you know, looking back five years ago, which, you know, might seem like a millennium, because I know when you're running a business, ugh, days go by so fast. But what was it like jumping from, okay, I'm going to be an employee of a corporation with red tape and, you know, the man to, I am totally off on my own. And I, I got to figure this out. I got to look at myself in the mirror every morning and say, I can do this. Like, What was that like? <laughs> so I, I laugh because um, when I thought I started thinking about doing it, I had the idea in my head for a while, and I knew that the person I was going to have to sell the most was my husband, because um, <laughs> he's like captain security, you know. Like, yeah. And I mean, yep. I was doing really well. I, you know, we had a very good guaranteed salary. 100 percent of my health insurance was covered. Yep, he's like, what the <laughs> heck. What the heck? Like, I don't really understand why this sounds like a good idea. um, But then after a while, we thought, like, you know, like, and I I say this to anybody, anybody, any employee ever, you're like, the the direction the company was going and where my heart was were in two different places. And Mm. I never blamed the company for that. I knew I had to do something. So rather Mm. than sitting there and being bitter and grumpy and argumentative, it was like, hey, they own it. They want to go here. I got to go here. And Mm -hmm. it turned out, you know, that it worked, worked out for the best. So, that was, I mean, it, honestly, like, my husband's face when I told him was, like, the biggest motivation because every time there was a tough day, I'm like, I, I, can't, I can't go home and tell him things aren't working. <laughs> and, um, and I'll tell you what, he was good because, like, it, his nervousness on it was, like, I, I'd come home, he's like, did you sell anything today? Did anyone send a check? Of course. Of course. I was like, yeah. And so, but, like, that, that it sounds awkward. I, you know, I'm a pretty tough motivation but it's not awkward but like the idea of you know not wanting to let myself down or him down was like a big motivating force to you know get up and sometimes get on an airplane for two weeks straight and come home to kind of build the business so I, I'll yeah. attribute that to my husband it's a kind of a funny side story he jo- he jokes because you know it's agency performance partners and I didn't think of this when I named the company but his initials are APP so he always teases me that I need to pay him a royalty. So that's using his initials. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> um, and oh, you, super exciting too! I didn't even—he's uh, going to be at Elevate. So uh, for anybody yes. who would like to know the other half <laughs> that started this all up, the, um, he the will be at Elevate with us. Yes, I'm so I'm I'm excited. And that's awesome. <laughs> I'm excited to meet him. Um, I'm going to talk remodeling with him just to let you know, because I've been mm. you know, working on the house. I know he's big in yes. that. So I'm yes. <laughs> it's happening. Um, Take it. 
So I love the fact that you're, you, you went for a passion, right? I think that's something that it scares a lot of people um, to go for something that, that, uh, uh, that really drives them and motivates them and, and it's where their heart is. Um, because sometimes it, it's, you know, you don't want it to fail. You don't want it to not work out. Um, and that's, that's pretty awesome. So tell me a little bit more about this business. Like what exactly have you created? And what, you know, when you broke off, like why was this the thing that you went after? Um, well, I think it was kind of like the idea that the company I worked for was so cool and hip and like all young people at it that the idea of going into like a carrier that was probably going to be the same pay scale that could kind of afford where I was at, yeah, like terrified me. Like I was going to carriers like with the corporate ID badges and cubicles and all these things and like have almost panic attacks in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> yeah. that It's just like that, that super corporate thing just wasn't, you know, wasn't a hundred percent my, my jam. And so I was like, well, we have to go ahead and figure this out. But you know what, what we really learned and I think what, as the business has developed now over five years, you know, there's three of us on the road now full time. We have a great support team that's kind of dealing with the back end stuff. Um, in addition to all of that, but what we really learned is that what agents agents really need to to figure out to perform is they they need to have a great plan they need to have the structure but it all starts with the belief that they can do it mm-hmm. so when we look at some of the strategies we bring in and you know our number one program is our proactive retention call program where you call everybody once a year and do renewal reviews and like literally the look is there's no way that can happen uh, everyone's mm-hmm. too busy. And I do the math and I'm like, guys, it's five calls a day. You're going to talk to 40% of them and you're going to increase coverage. You're going to account round. You're going to limit remarkets. You're going to decrease the stress on your staff once they adopt it. It's kind of like having that tour guide through the difficult things that you have to do as a business owner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what we kind of pride ourselves on is like, hey, we're going to be there. We come on site to your agency. There's a lot of people that maybe don't come on site and that's their business model. But for me, I felt like I can't do a good job unless I can hug your team and tell them that they're doing a great job and they know that I'm real and that they know that, you know, we're here to support them. And then when you get to the end of the six month programs, it's like, holy macaroni, look what we accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where we thrive the most, I think. But, you know, to me, it's literally taking all these people and showing them what they can achieve. Yeah. You know, because so t- they, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You're on a roll. Keep going. <laughs> I would say, like, they learn such great things at Elevate, and I'm sure everybody out there can relate to this. Like, and, you know, I know I'll see you at IAOA soon, but, like, you go to all these things, you come back with this, like, notepad full of notes, and then you go to your staff, and, and we, we call it, like, a you're almost like a cowboy, right? You're like, look at all this stuff. We're going to do video proposals, and we're going to get in tap, and we're going to be here, and we're going to do all these things, and everybody's going to have video bios, and we're going to videotape our whole office every single day. And then the staff looks at you like, excuse me? I'm just like, I can't get through my suspenses, let alone, like, and I don't want to be on video. And I just want, you know, I just want to quote and tell insurance. And so they have a problem, like, translating it. So they get that resistance from their staff, and they lose the motivation, and then everyone kind of goes back to normal, and that great list of ideas sits. Um, And some of it is, is that, you know, we may not be the best at translating that down to the staff level. Like, you come away from Elevate, and you're, like, on cloud nine. You're around the most exciting, positive people, and you realize that you, you sort of get the buffet, right? Like, you're seeing all these agents kill it, so you think you have to go home 
and do the work that these 20 agents have done individually, like in a month. <laughs> yep. yep. You know, it's like, and it's like, we always tell agents, like, pick one thing and let's go through it. But it's taking that and making sure we get execution and when we know how to track it, we get by and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What's interesting, and I'm glad you brought up Elevate, um, super pumped for it. What's interesting uh, about ticket sales is now we're starting to see in 2019, we're three years into this conference, it's grown to, you know, we're going to have 800 people there. We're starting to see uh, more staff with the agency owner in attendance, right? Because we ask for their roles and we ask for their, their agency name so we can track all that. Um, and I've gotten a couple emails too from some agency owners who have actually said, hey, you know, I can't make Elevate this year personally, because I've got, you know, this and this, or I got to run the business. Um, but I'm going to send uh, my marketer, I'm going to send my producer, I'm going to send my account manager, or a couple of them. Um, and I think, you know, it just goes to show exactly what you're saying. Um, the agency owner kind of comes, checks it out. Okay, what's this? What's that? But really, they take these ideas back and they've got to get their staff bought in. So what be better way yeah. to get their staff bought in than, than to just say, I'm going to buy you a ticket. Like, just go. Just see it for yourself. You're going to drink the Kool-Aid, uh, come back, and let's do it together. So, yeah, 110%. Um, here's what I'm curious about. You mentioned a six-month program. Do you guys do, like, a APP agency boot camp where you go in and it's just like all right this is it we're getting into shape we're burning 2,000 calories a day for the next six <laughs> months like get your you know get your uh your uh your under armor on let's go um or is it like you know you, you come in and it's a process over you know you you tend to be with these guys for one year two years three years four years like how does that work well, you know, probably the closest thing to the burn 2,000 calories a day is we do this agency assessment where we, we do um, an anonymous survey to your team, secret shopper calls, we run your numbers, we actually log into your management system, and all those reports that are super hard to get through, we deal with. Mm -hmm. um, we interview your team, and then we lock you in a room, and we build a 90-day game plan to fix the major problems. So, like, those are some pretty powerful meetings. Um, what, you know... When you're sitting there and you're like, what is going on? Like a recent one I went to, an agency of 18 people has five people on the leadership team. So basically mm -hmm. there was like one leader for every two people. And I was like, I think you guys are a little too top heavy. Yeah, that's a lot. That, like maybe, maybe people don't realize and, you know, like they weren't getting anything done because everyone had a strong opinion. But, mm -hmm. you know, that is like, the, we sort of say like this is like where we're starting for a lot of agencies. Let's get our hands dirty, figure out what we're dealing with, and then let's build your plan for success. And that's where agencies tend to stick around with us is we got our plan and, you know, plans change. Speed bumps happen. So-and-so is sick. So-and-so quits. We need to hire more people. And, and that's where we can really kind of make everything kind of shine for agencies. And, again, it's that relationship. Like, it's not uncommon to, for me to get phone calls from agencies at 8 o'clock at night and they're driving home. And like, man, today was just a tough day. So there's a little therapist component to it as well. Well, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I could text you at any time of day or night. Like, I, I almost feel like if I texted you at 3 o'clock in the morning, you would probably text me back. I mean, that's the level of, like, <laughs> you are just on, always on. And I can tell that's, you know, if you're doing it for me and I'm not a client, like, I, I can't even imagine what somebody who's invested in your program is uh, is getting back. So um, it sounds like you guys are pretty hands-on, which is different than, 
you know, like a like an online e-course or some sort of workshop that you might go to. Um, you guys are going in, you're kind of like their partner in crime, going in, you're, you know, BFFs for 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 life in a way. Um, that's pretty different. That's that's really cool that you guys are doing that. Um, so talk to me a little bit about like what are you seeing? Because I think you have this unique ability. You know, Agency Nation is it's it's been a really an unique experience for me because I feel like I've gotten a 30,000 foot view of the industry and I get to see what all these different agents are doing and talk to them. But you get the 30,000 foot view that goes 10 levels deeper than I get to uh, because you go into these agencies all across the country and talk with them about their game plans and get really vulnerable with them. So what insights, like what trends are you seeing you know, with these agencies that you're working in, is there anything, is it all completely different? Like every, everybody is a unicorn, everybody's a, a you know, snowflake, or, or are you seeing some, some trends here and there about, um, you know, weaknesses or strengths in the IA channel? So I, I, this is in my, like my, I guess, January, 2019 theme that keeps running through my head is, and I'm sure you've heard this too before, Sydney. Like people who say, "Oh, your your sales or your service agency," mm-hmm. and I've always kind of struggled with that. Um, I definitely know sales agencies, and but on that service side, I started really thinking about it, and I'm like, I I, I think when you're saying you're a service agency, you're saying you're kind of floating around because because to me, when I say service agency, I'm thinking you have a defined claims process, you're sending out birthday cards, you know, you're educating your clients on all the lines of coverage that they need. Um, you know, you're proactive, you're, you know, anytime someone buys a new car, you're, you know, celebrating that with them. Like the service culture is that you really are hugging your customers every moment. But when I go into agencies that claim to be more of a service culture, they're not really doing any of those customer experience things that Hmm. to me would define you being a service culture. So I get a little nervous when people say, well, we're more of a service culture. I'm like, are you really a service culture? Like, (laughs) have you really done all those things? Yeah. Or is it yeah. like we sort of float around? Like we're we're definitely not a sales culture. We don't have another word for it. And then mm-hmm. you know you go into sales cultures and they're I mean they're just on it on it on it. And sometimes their retention isn't that great because there's so much money and so much attention on the sales that we don't spend as much time. We don't value the renewal as much. And I think agencies need to be both. Like I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine having an agency that didn't have this intention on both. And as I was re- kind of getting ready for the podcast, I was thinking to myself, well, like, what are some awesome stats I could drop down to Agency Nation that might get people to digest what we're talking about here? And so what I thought would be kind of cool is um, if I could share with you some statistics of, you know, the last kind of three-month secret shopper calls that we've done with agencies so that people can kind oh of get gosh. their head around this. Lay it on me. Let's right? go. I'm ready. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm, like, about let's, to jump let's out do of it. Chair. Yeah. And um, I'll also say this, like, people get freaked out about secret shopper calling their staff, but I always say, it's, it's you know, it's, it's your customer experience to defend. If people aren't living up to it, it's a teachable moment. It's not meant to say that you're going to fire anybody. It's meant to say, here's where our work is that we got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I know you're going to be kind of shocked about, first, well, maybe not shocked, but probably equally as frustrated as I am on this, is that in the last three months, all the secret shopper calls we did, none, zero of the agents did anything to build value in themselves or talk about why to do business with an independent agent. Wow. So really, you know, my, 
yeah, my question to you, Sydney, is, is like, if you think you went down, and I could totally see you doing this with a video, like, just going down to, like, downtown Minneapolis and just saying, walking up to random strangers and be like, do you know what an independent insurance agent is? And seeing people's responses. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would definitely do that. That is, that is pretty accurate. I'll <laughs> yep. be in Minneapolis this June. We should do that. We should just go down. And oh, do not strangers. tempt me. That's it. It's happening now. Agent Nation video coming soon. Let's go. Um, I'm not doing it in the winter. I'm going to wait till the summer so that people want to talk to us. But, um, We'd get only two people on video if we did it during the winter. So, yeah. <laughs> but to me, it's like most people don't know what an independent agency is. And we say that, you know, mm -hmm. people are better served doing business with an independent agent, but we need to be screaming that from the rooftops of why? Why is it better? And when someone calls into their agency, do we stop and say, hey, are you familiar with what an independent agency is? Let me tell you why this is such a great way to get your insurance. If we don't intentionally tell people, they'll never know. And it's one of the things that continues people to buy on price is we don't educate them on the rest of the picture. Um, mm -hmm. And I also think like building value in yourself is so important. But when we do our sales training six month module, people struggle with their personal pitch. Like they get real embarrassed, real red in the face. And I, I just tell people, you have to be able to introduce yourself in three sentences that gets people to like you, mm. you, you know, it's just, I'm an agent. This is why I do it. And you know, my personal pitch did was always, you know, my name is Kelly. I've been in insurance since I was 18. I got into insurance because we had a bad insurance claim, and insurance stopped me from having to live with my in-laws for six weeks. And so I know the value of insurance. What I want to do today is get to know you. Pick insurance products that are in your budget and help protect you and your family. Does that sound like a good plan today? And wow. people like you'll see the people relax. Like, okay, this isn't going to be terrible. This is somebody I can talk to. You know, but we do little, very little to build value, um, which I always think is interesting. Um, yeah. Well, I think part of it might be, I just think about our own team and, you know, Agency Nation and TrustedChoice.com. And we're so deep in what we do every day that it's almost, it's tough to step back from a 30,000 foot view and say, okay, why are we, why, what, what is this whole, you know, what's the purpose again, right? You get so wrapped up and right. I got to get to that email. I got to get to the next video. I got to get to the next podcast. I got to get to the, you know, and it's just, we're on this like hamster wheel. Um, you got to hop off and say, okay, what, what, why am I on that hamster wheel again? Like, what was the point of that? Why is it made that way? Why is it yellow? And why does it have a little, you know, like all that stuff? Um, so yeah, that's, that's fascinating. So hit me with another one. You got another one? Yeah, um, so 73% of the secret shoppers felt that the, the call was more of a transaction than a relationship. So mm -hmm. what we mean by that is that people go into right until we call the insurance interrogation. It's you're the roof, trampoline, pit bull. Like, it's not, oh, great, why are you shopping today? Like, there's no that warm and fuzzy thing that, again, to me goes into being a small town agent, right? Like, that warm mm -hmm. relationship just seems to be void. It was more of a quote sheet. Um, mm -hmm. And this is this one's amazing because I think agency owners really need to hear this. 57.14% of the time, the agent only quoted what was asked for. They didn't make any recommendations for other lines. So if the caller called in asking for an auto quote, they didn't mention home or renters, uh, which I think is just like leaving a huge old big old stack of money on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what, so do you, do you, what, what's, I mean, do you have any, guesses and I know it's impossible to get inside someone's head literally as to why 
that might be happening. So is it because they're thinking in their head, you know, I don't want to overwhelm the customer. They just called in looking for auto and I, you know, I don't want to push them. Um, it, you know, like maybe they don't have the market. Like what, what do you think the reason for that is, or is it just, it's kind of impossible to know from, from just those stats? No, it's, it's a combination of everything. It's, I'm busy. It's, you know, I don't want rejection. The customer asked for this. I don't want to be pushy, but the mm -hmm. reality is most customers are calling in for price. So mm -hmm. you're not giving them the best price without combining their policies. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, and you're leaving them most likely with another agent, which could take that policy if they find out about it. So it's more just even educating them. Like we're not even talking that the, the client, the, the agent educated them and said, Hey, if you ever need auto insurance, we should talk about it. So mm -hmm. if you came in looking just for homeowners insurance, you might not ever know that that agent even has the opportunity for auto insurance. Mm -hmm. So not even taking the moment to educate them. We have all these other coverages. Is there any other insurance you might be interested in? Like it just stops at that trend. Like imagine going to McDonald's and being like, okay, so you just want a Big Mac. <laughs> all you want, right? You don't want soda. You don't want anything else. You just want the Big Mac. Um, yeah. Okay. I got it now. <laughs> <that's> like, <laughs> And then you're like, oh, you know, I can use some French fries. I'm going to go across the street to Wendy's because I didn't know. McDonald's <laughs> French fries, you know? Yeah. That's, yep. that's kind of um, another impressive stat, you know, 79% of the people either just got the quote via email or never received a quote. And that's like 33% of the people never got a quote. But we are huge advocates. Do not email quotes. Because if I emailed you a quote did on your insurance after not building a relationship with you, the only thing you're going to look at is price. Well, especially and, if, especially if going back to the second stat you laid on me, if the initial phone call felt more like a transaction, um, you know, than, than a sort of building a relationship, right? I mean, then right. you get hit with the quote and it's like, oh, this is just the second step of this transaction. Um, and let me ask you a quick question about that second stat. How and I don't want to go too deep. I don't want to give away too much of your secret sauce here. So tell me if I'm, you know, pu pushing the, stepping over the line here. How, how does, how do you change that conversation from a transaction to something different where the customer would say, no, I, I know Jerry and I love Jerry or Lauren. And I'm, I, you know, I want to like they're a person, right? Not just a way to get to the insurance company. Like how is it, is it personality? Is it uh, like a script? Is it, you know, saying certain topics? Like, how, what does that look like? It's actually funny. It's three minutes. Wow. <laughs> and I say, so when we do like different um, speaking events and trainings, everyone always says like building report. No one's got time. I don't have time. People don't want to be on the phone that long. That's like their big pushback. And they just, they think the client doesn't want to be on the phone with them. And I'm always like in sales, I, I'm like, I have to win their time. You know, like they may tell me they don't have much time, but I have to be so awesome that they forget about that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and so what we do is like a series of about 10 points over three minutes that help build rapport because the biggest thing is you want to get that client talking. So why mm -hmm. are you shopping today? You know, well, other than price, what's important to you in finding your agent? You know, why don't you, while I'm pulling up your account, why don't you tell me a little bit about, you know, where your kids go to school? You just get mm -hmm. them talking. And the idea was, is like, I always felt like it's hard for me to build a policy if I don't understand who they are. Like, yeah. maybe, maybe I find out their husband owns a law firm and now the insurance I'm quoting them is totally null and void because it's too low. 
like you, yeah. you're sort of playing God on them, unfortunately. And I don't think that that's a, that that's the way to do it. Um, so no. it, it's sort of like slowing down to speed up. We always say you, if you slow down for three minutes, you will speed up your sales process. You will close more deals. You will get more policies. So right now, you know, quoting a policy takes time. If it never had any intention of closing, you've just wasted your time. So right. add three minutes and they get a better result. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming that you guys have, you know, tested these questions all across the different agencies over the past five years to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Um, I'm assuming you guys track the, you know, success rate of, of these phone calls because you record them, right? So you can hear, okay, when, when these questions are asked, you know, this is sort of what happens after that. Is that kind of, am I kind of going down the right path there or Am I off? We don't rec- we don't record them, but we track their we track their closing ratios. We track each kind of stage of the sale, so we can see their bump on getting to the next level, getting the next phase. And um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we tweaked it. Like I'm a numbers nerd when it comes to this stuff uh, because yeah. like I want to go back and prove like this is what we got for you. Yes, uh, and I think it it builds value too in the person doing it. They're going out of their comfort zone. Like let's not all lie. And in, in 2019, it's super easy to stay in your comfort zone. You'll find someone else that wants to hang out right there with you. And yeah. <laughs> um, when you start to show them that it's working, you know, they get a little bit more energized up too. Um, but one of the things I do want to say, you know, say to these guys, like a third of the people never got a quote. Just like mm-hmm. you went through all this. I gave somebody my social security number and they never gave me a quote. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, you know? is it just, the producer was overwhelmed and, you know, or just didn't get to it and, you know, or but not even or, a follow up, not even a follow up, not, not even, even like, Hey, I'm still working it. Like this black hole, oh. like, this, you know, and part of it is, I mean, the systems don't show you what to do next that well, but I mean, I can tell you that that would hurt your sales closing ratio if you never delivered a quote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why people are a little scared of this secret shopper thing. That's pretty, you know, like that's a vulnerable spot to realize, Oh my gosh you know, 30% of the quotes coming into my agency are not getting written. I mean, that's... But you, that's... you know, too, by, like, the trusted choice leads that kind of gets the agencies, it's like, you know, you have to turn the mirror on to the experience and the accountability part, too. Like, the third yeah. of quotes are never getting delivered. Well, all your marketing money, you sh- you're basically burning a third of it. Like, you mm-hmm. should just go take it out back and burn it. It's, it'll yeah. save you time and effort. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, are, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say, it's, it's, it's scary to know the truth, but it's, it's happening whether you want to know about it or not, right? So, like, not knowing it doesn't fix the problem, and opening up your eyes to it just means that now you have an opportunity to fix it. Yeah. I'm, I'm nodding my head, like, so vigorously right now. I wish we were on video. I'm just like, yeah, preach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are you going to be sharing more about you know, how to overcome these hurdles at Elevate during your presentation? Yeah, absolutely. So something people can do too. I mean, we're sort of avid bloggers and we're adding in video to all of our blogs. So um, it's not uncommon sometimes for me to write two or three blogs a week. So if anybody's looking for this stuff, they could totally check out our website. I mean, I laughed, but we give away more sometimes. Um, you know, like if people can take it and run with it, go for it. So definitely check out our blog if people want some different tips and tricks, but we're going to break it down step by step and super cool. We're going to actually be giving away some free shop secret shopper calls at Elevate. So um, if you come to our session, yeah, and you participate, you might get a free secret shopper call to see what's going on in your agency. 
That is massive. That is so great. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, thank you for doing that. That I know that there's some people who will get a lot of value out of that. So, well, or or says no one shows up to my session because everyone's terrified of winning a secret. Go <laughs> <So> either way. <laughs> you get there and they're all like the first five rows are just completely empty and everyone's sitting in the back. Like I'm not going up there, man. I'm not going up there. <laughs> not, not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, I am so excited to, A, I'm excited to see you in New Orleans. It's going to be an awesome time. Um, but I am so excited for the the value that you're going to drop, the fire that's going to come in, come out in your breakout. Um, guys, you really don't want to miss this. Kelly is just a total rock star. Like I said, everyone that I've talked to who is a client of hers loves her. And, uh, you know, clearly she delivered on this podcast. So, Thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else we uh, we missed that I uh, didn't ask you want to add? No, no, I'm just excited that we're going to do kind of like a street mob video and just ask random people how many of them know what an independent <laughs> agent is in June. So um, I'll be sure to come out a couple days early so that we can, uh, we can get that done. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's do it.